0: Alright, so like, if we make our own Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, animated, live action, whatever, um, let's get Jack Black to play Bebop, and then we can have this whole shtick where he hates pizza. Like the entire movie just hates pizza, and then at the end of the movie, we could actually have him reveal that he loves pizza, and he would go, "Pizza, pizza, 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 pizza. I love you." Kind of lost my gusto there at the end of that one. Yo, how's it going everyone? Welcome to Unbuckled Comics, where I read and review comics just for you. I'm your host, Unbuckled Cape, and today we're looking at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures. It's the limited run that then became the ongoing series that's now out. But anyway, before we get to all that, I'd like to let you know that there's a Facebook and an Instagram page of the same title. Buckled comics where you can keep up with upcoming episodes add comments to episodes or even dm me also i'd like to let you know that starting in september so next month i'm going to have a patreon coming out um as a suggestion by a couple of my listeners and just with uh the time consumption that it takes i, I feel the need to um make a patreon and And our um, new solicitation episode is going to become a Patreon-exclusive episode. The unbuckled and unscripted episodes are going to become Patreon-exclusive episodes. And then I am also going to do extra content with videos, um, like going into in-depth grading comics, or um, looking at varying covers from... like, um, episodes that we have done on the show. So like in September, we're going to be looking at, uh, the dark Knights of steel and we're going to be talking about all of the covers that I have for that. So things like that. Um, so something to keep uh, look lookout for here in the coming months. And also, uh, uh, Patreons will get access to our discord where we are playing a discord game that I like to call capes detectives. And starting this week, I'm going to be giving a shout-out to the winner of Capes Detectives. So the bottom line is I send a picture on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And whoever in the Discord that wants to play has to guess who the mystery character is based off of those pictures. If they are able to guess on picture one or picture two, I am going to deem them the winner. They are going to get a shout-out here. And then they get to pick our next character for the next week of um, capes detectives so this week um, our winner was pickle and that is first of all congratulations pickle but incredibly fitting because pickle is actually the one that kind of inspired this idea for me Uh, he was able to guess correctly on the second picture the first picture was a set of claws on a handle think like wolverine claws but ones that you can grip in your palm. And the second picture, the giveaway picture, if you will, is those claws wrapped around a hand with a green finger dangling from it. And Mr. Pickle was able to deduce that it was Jenica, the uh, fourth, or fifth, excuse me, the fifth Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So congratulations to Mr. Pickle. He has already decided what character he would like to have A go at next week. So there is all of that. Um, It's actually a perfect segue that I did not plan having Jenica as the Cape's detective to segue into what we are talking about, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday morning adventures. I was extremely excited when I heard this one was getting announced. Um, I think that IDW's Saturday Morning Adventures are all doing pretty well. I knew it was going to be a, I believe it was five issue um, mini series, and after reading that five issue mini series, I was pretty sure that we would eventually get an ongoing series, which we currently have, and I have them on my shelf, but I have not dove into them at all. Um, before we jump into the actual episode, of course, I have some comments from listeners. Uh, the first one I have is Savagery, the Hoagie Man, and he says I haven't read these specific comics yet, but I have to say, growing up as a huge shellhead, I think it's amazing to see a return to see a return of Turtles Mania, having multiple universes of different turtle eras being able to come together, along with a new movie on in the horizon, which is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is it Mayhem? Oh, I forget what the new movie's called. Anyway, he didn't write that. He did write uh, some new video games and game collections to more action figures. It's just incredible. Long live being a turtle. And then our uh, other comment is coming from Captain Alcatraz. And he says, ah, 1990. When little five-year-old Alcatraz would enjoy nothing more than to sit down and watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Hero Turtles yes you read that right worried about the violent connotations of the word ninja we in the uk got the hero turtles to protect our young minds i never read a turtles comic but if this ever comes close to capturing the fun and excitement of the tv show i may have to change that fact cowabunga dudes uh Cowabunga back at you Captain Alcatraz. I'm going to save my thoughts for the comic for the episode but um, this is probably one of my favorite listener comments that I've ever had because I had absolutely zero idea that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was actually Teenage Mutant Ninja or I'm sorry Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles over in the UK. What, What a fun little factoid and with that let's get into it. For a few years now, I've been collecting DVDs of cartoon from my childhood, um, some of which have been deemed inappropriate or just simply forgotten and vanished, making them hard to come by or barely affordable. Um, I'm thinking of things like Johnny Bravo. Uh, it's kind of hard to find Samurai Jack. Uh, any of the Looney Tunes that you know, might include. That, that include Pepe Le Pew, because I, I like things in their original state. Um, even Superman the Animated Series, it took me a while to get a hold of that, just because of how expensive it was. Um, and this little, small hobby, I don't have a ton of cartoons, um, has stretched beyond the time of my childhood. In one instance, a show that has four characters I love, but their original TV show was Here and Gone before I was even born. But, thanks to a random sale on Amazon, I am a proud owner of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original show that aired back in the 80s, um, not long after their first comic book was produced in 84. Now, I haven't watched all of them yet. I might have got into like three seasons and then kind of moved on to something else. And um, I've been spending a lot of time watching Spider-Man, the animated series. When I can, I, I've been rewatching the early seasons of Dragon Ball Z. So I've fallen off of the turtles. And, and I, I had COVID back uh, last August, and I pounded the crap out of those uh, little cartoons while I was quarantined in the um, the Hall of Unbuckled. So, uh, just got a little burnout on them, I guess. But, it happens with those older shows. Uh, moving forward to the present, when IDW announced that they would be reviving the cartoon in comic form, how could I let it pass? Right? I mean, i already been picking up the Batman Adventure Continues um. Comics, and I love those, so yeah, why not let's see if IDW can give me the same experience, and yeah, I guess that's the point of this uh, this little, little podcast, isn't it, to, to see what we get with these comics. Um, but of course, before we get to actually reviewing, um, credit where credit is due, the writer is Eric Burnham. Um, he has been an IDW staple over the last like 10 plus years, working on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Godzilla, and the A Team. Uh, for the artist, it's Tim Latte, who also has been a uh, uh, has had a decade long resume at IDW, Dark Horse, and Boom Studios. But it doesn't stop there for Tim, who has also worked on uh, Sony's Ghostbuster World, which I think, I think, is the uh, Ghostbuster game that's, like, um... is it an MMO? I don't think that's what that's called. Anyway, like, one player will be, like, the ghosts, and then, like, another player, like, a handful of players are the Ghostbusters, and they're trying to catch that one player, and it's all online. I don't know what those are called, but I I think that's what Ghostbuster World is. Um, the rest of the team includes Sarah Meyer, Sean Lee, Ronda Patterson, Kevin esmond you know, kind of a big deal, uh, Steve Laving, uh Farraza, Campatori, Tony Gregori, Nicholas Nien, Charles Beckham, and James Rich. Uh, so that's the art team. The the art in itself here is like watching the show in HD. Um, it's like a remastered version of the cartoon. Everyone looks the same, just way more crisp and more vibrant. Uh, even if it's been a while since you've watched the show, the second you open one of these comics, the original voices from said show just rush back into your brain here and that's all you're gonna hear the entire time you're reading these comics is those uh original voice casts because the art has done such a darn good job of taking you right back to that show um again it's just not so much for me because i've just recently like i think i got the dvds about a year ago um so i just recently like started watching them but for someone that is full of nostalgia for said show, you are in for a trip with this comic just aesthetically. Um, not even, not even talking about the plot or anything yet, but just, just the way it looks and it feels, and the way the turtles interact with each other. Um, it is just one big boatload of nostalgia to just cram down your throat and sit back and enjoy the enjoy the high of nostalgia Um, so issue one just I mean it, it just starts right it's it these are basically like watching another episode it starts off a few days of rain um, has the heroes in a half shell like just absolutely stir crazy and master splinter of course is like hey it's another opportunity to continue our training and they're all just you know kind of bummed out and they they want to go out and you know run across rooftops and chase bad guys and battle the foot and they can't because the storms are way too bad so they all agree to try a uh Virtual reality training game made by that, um, oh, it's the turtle who does machines. I can, His his name's escaping me now. I hope you guys don't actually believe that his name was escaping me. I just wanted to, it was part of the script, alright? Um, and you know, kind of... I said it was just like the old episodes, but I don't think any of the old episodes had any kind of virtual reality stuff in. So there is modernization to them, but it's not so noticeable that it doesn't feel out of place. Um, this is like a wacky situation that matches the Turtles perfectly. Um, so. And, and again, remember, there's a storm going on, so stop me if you heard this one. The turtles put on the helmets to go into VR, and they get struck by lightning, and they are trapped inside. It's such a cliché for these kinds of um, episodes and cartoons, like, oh, it's a bad storm, but we're going to use an electronic anyway, and they get zapped and trapped inside this video game. The plot as a whole is actually pretty thin. Um... But again, it, it fits perfectly as a standalone episode of the cartoon, which is what they are trying to accomplish. It's also uh, issue one. I, I We talked about it in episode... I want to say it was around episode nine, when we talked about season one of Batman The Adventure Continues. Episode one is just kind of like a reintroduction to the characters, right? It's a... Kind of like a reaffirmation that you're back in the show, you know, whether it be the Turtle Show or the Batman Show, like just kind of a reminder of what that show was like, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, so we'll see moving forward. So lost my place in my notes. Okay. So Donnie is overconfident in his, in his tech. Leo is skeptical of Donnie's tech, and all gung ho about training in VR. Mikey pretty much only thinks of pizza. Wow, well, mostly. And Raph is cool, but every other sentence seems like incredibly rude. So not quite sure what's up. What's up with him? But um. While they are in the uh, virtual reality training, we see uh, fan service out the ears. Um, every villain that I could think of that the Turtles have is in this virtual reality training and they are acting as themselves. Again, just it's fan service at this point. Um, and again, I, I'm going to keep going back to the Batman and Batman the Adventure Continues comics that's what it's meant for you can't go into these books thinking like you're getting something comparable to the idw mainline run of these that's not going to happen this is the cartoon um and even though that it's supposed to be modeled off of the cartoon we get some villains that weren't in the cartoons which is really cool um some of my favorite villains uh because I again I was a '90s kid, so I was more in love with the uh, live-action movies, uh, one and two, not three. But anyway, uh, again, there isn't a lot of protein here, but but if you're a turtles fan, it is sweet nostalgia to the max. Uh, the whole the whole first issue absolutely is. I don't want to tell you which turtle gets them out of the jam, and I don't even really want to tell you how they get it out, how they get themselves out of the jam. But um, it's a lot of fun, and it's it's such a quick read. Uh, you know, five ten minutes tops, probably. You sit down, you read it, you put it down, you feel good about yourself, and you can move on with your day. It's a it's a great pick me up comment. Comment. It's a great pick me up. comment comic uh so moving on to issue number two already uh we get another cartoon plot like a like a cliche cartoon plot a scientist creates a device that will stop violence so you know shredhead thinks it's a weapon and he pleads the crank for help and the back and forth Insults and prattles between the two are straight out of the cartoon. That's like That's like one of the staples of every episode of the cartoon after they kind of establish the Shredder Ka- Kra- uh, Shredder Kang relationship. Shredder Krang. Kang is the conqueror for Marvel. We are talking turtles, which is Krang krang um so after after the relationship between shredder and krang get established in the animated series it's like a staple of those cartoons that every episode they have it out in some way shape or form um shredder's kind of a baby running to krang all the time looking for help and krang is kind of lets Shredder know that he's being a baby, but always gives in to him for some reason or another. And the same thing happens here. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's a ton of fun. I, you know, I got no complaints about it. And, again, the voices from the show, like the art is so well done here, and the dialogue matches what you would watch back in the day that it just fits so well. Uh, Krang ends up lending a Rock Soldier, you know, to Shredder to, to help him and Rocksteady and Bebop uh, steal this device that's going to be demonstrated. And in a scuffle over the device, uh, the Rock Soldier and Mikey get zapped, turning... Um, the rock soldier's name is uh, Thurman. Uh, it, it turns him sympathetic towards Mikey's nature. So um, the, the device that was developed, instead of being the ultimate weapon, is actually a device that will make enemies sympathetic towards each other. This takes the rock soldier from being a rock soldier to being a party dude. Um So he ends up running away and um hiding from Shredder and Bebop. Both parties search for him and find him at a concert. This is this is funny because when he first comes to Earth, they're um, rocksteady and bebop are listening to music and he ends up like before he says a word he he breaks their uh radio so that because he hates music and here he is at a, a rock concert just jamming out and crowd surfing and having you know the time of his life and he ends up being found by both parties kind of simultaneously and he fights the urge to to be bad as the effects of the weapon, quote-unquote weapon, wears off. And he ends up helping the Turtles defeat Shredder and runs to Dimension Q where he'll never have to fight again. And we actually kind of get a nice little soft moment at the end of this where he runs... He rather would be the happy-go-lucky person that Mikey is than the um, big, strong rock soldier and hates music and all that. And he goes to Dimension Q, and the last couple of panels are him walking off into the distance, um, singing or humming the song that he uh, heard play at the concert. Again, like I said, as far as meat on the bones, we basically got none here. It's just a fun just just fun, right? It's 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 the 80s cartoon. It's just fresh new episodes on comic form. Uh, and and this one doesn't really establish anything moving forward. Uh, I actually I, I don't even think I mentioned it yet so far in, in this recording uh, hopefully I will in the intro. this is a uh, uh, only a four issue mini series. so we're only we only got four of these to run through. Um, so moving on to three uh, three has my favorite cover and also story so far. Well, all right basically I like Casey Jones and Casey Jones is on the cover and this is a, a more of a Casey story. In this, we get blackouts happening all around the city, and the Turtles and April O'Neil decide that they need to investigate it, and April finds out that it's being caused by Casey and his new superpowers he picked up at TCR. Great little Easter egg thrown in here. TCR is the company in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle live-action movie that has the use that makes the ooze. Um, and there's, there's a bunch of fan service throughout this comic involving TCR. Um, so, like I said, even though we're, we're getting tossed into the cartoon back in the 80s, there is so much fan service for those of us that might be nostalgic for the live-action movies back in the 90s like I am. And I'm sure down the road there might be some other nods to some more recent turtle stuff that maybe i don't know about um because i i haven't seen every animated series oh excuse me i yawned i was talking without breathing um so anyway casey picked up these powers from tcr um this was the point that I also noticed that, you know, the TCR leaned into the original movies. Uh, there's TCR, MacGuffin, and then like the big yellow flowers. Um, I guess it was the second movie, not the first one. But there was the, the big dandelions that, that this ooze poured on, and it was the ooze that they ended up using to make, um, is it Tokar and Razar? I think that's their how you say their names, but yeah, that the, the big flowers are there as well. Um, this issue does, however, seem to be more from the 80s cartoon, or seem to move from the 80s cartoon to more of 80s pop culture focused, with a few movie and celebrity type references. Um, also in one of the panels, Mikey is playing a uh, brick of a Game Boy, like the gray brick Game Boy. You know, the, again, just they, they just keep pressing that nostalgia button. Um, but back to the point. Casey goes mad with power, like, literally, like, power, electricity, mad with it. And it's up to the Turtles to save him before it's too late. Uh, I believe anyone can see the ending coming, uh, but again, I decided to let it open-ended about, you know, how it actually ends, because unlike the last one, this one has more of a, like, well, how do they get over this hurdle type deal. Uh Again, nothing crazy because we're we're basically reading a cartoon, so we'll just move right on to issue four. A booby trap renders uh, Splinter sick in issue number four. Uh, a device on his it 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 like it's a gas explosion that puts you know in in a different medium. It would be like a nanobot going through his bloodstream, but in this, it's teeny tiny mousers and somehow a mouser making factory ends up like in his brain so uh i I want you to go ahead and take a guess at what the turtles have to do yep that's right you guessed it they are gonna shrink down and go inside master splinter to save him um each of these four issues breaks the fourth wall a little bit, but this one is very blatantly self-aware. It's self-aware that it's a comic, a silly cartoon. There there was quite a bit of, like, fourth wall breaking in this. Um, truth be told, and again, I haven't watched all of the cartoon. I don't know if there was a ton of fourth wall breaking, so for me, I don't know if this is out of place or in place. Um be honest but it really does work well with the goofy tone of being shrunk down and sent into master splinter um however i find this the least entertaining of all these uh four issues and also the the least incomplete or the most incomplete out of the four it's still fun um But, you know, kind of like the show, four episodes is a lot in one go. So maybe I was just, like, getting tired of reading them. Because I I read a couple of, I I think, like I read two a day. Um, And unless you have, like, a ton of nostalgia for the Turtles cartoon, when I sit down and watch the cartoon, uh, three or four episodes is about all I can handle in one sitting. And that's like if it's raining outside, you know what I mean? Not that it's a bad show, not that these are bad comics, it's just that type of goofy writing only gets you so far. Um, you can only eat so many sweets before you end up with like a stomach ache, basically. And no, I don't have a stomach ache after reading these, but like hopefully you get what I'm trying to convey. You can only do so much goofy, silly stuff before it just kind of gets repetitive. And. Looking at these comics, um, something I don't have in my note, but I kind of just thought of. The first comic we get, a trapped inside a computer type episode. The second comic we get, um, I guess, scientist creates a device that would stop all violence, maybe. Hmm. And then the third one is um, Casey going mad with power, and the turtles have to save him. And then the fourth one is um, shrinking down and going inside someone's body. It just—it all feels like um, like the '80s, early '90s, um, either TV or movie tropes. Like uh, issue number four, it's it's. Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Obviously, right? Oh, sorry. Um, hold on one second. Let me grab a quick little swig here. Thank you for your patience. Um, issue number one also feels very, like... Is trope a word? It, it kind of feels like a trope, maybe. Um... I know what I'm thinking. I'm having a hard time convey it in speech form, but like just the whole like getting trapped inside of a computer feels feels very late '80s, early '90s kind of plot line. Um, it's been done before, I guess, just not in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle universe. So, even though the plot's thin. The characters themselves are exactly how you remember and want them to be here. Leonardo is enthusiastic. He wants to be the best. He wants to lead his team. He yells turtle power way too much. And he's just very upbeat and confident. Donnie is... You know, super smart. He's always coming up with solutions to everything, and then he's pawning off all the grunt work on the other three turtles. Hey, you guys go take care of the bad guys while I sit here and tinker with this toy, basically. Um, Mikey is all about pizza and only about pizza, and then Raphael is maybe even more sarcastic in the comment in the comics than what he is in the show itself. He's he's kind of, you know, just... Almost everything he says is uh, sarcastic or backhanded comment or, you know, something of that nature. So I don't know if maybe they took the characters from the show and were basically like, here's how people know them. So let's really exaggerate that to, to again, like, it's almost like they... like your funny bone on your elbow. It's almost like they're jamming your elbow into like the corner of a desk. They just want they, they want to just give you a huge, big old dose of that nostalgia to make you wanting to come back for more. Um, and for me, it worked. And there is a, uh, an intended ongoing series of this coming up that I imagine is going to be more akin to how the Batman, the adventure continues is working where we'll get seasons of it, and each season might be like six issues or so, something like that. Um, and I'm all for it, and I will be picking it up. I I like these four. Um, April was April, you know, basically identical to what she is in the show. Master Splinter is all about, you know, teaching the art of ninjutsu. He's pretty much the same. I actually haven't gotten to the part with Casey Jones, so I can't really compare him. And the issue that he's in is whoop, I almost dropped my book. And the issue that he's in is also um he's not himself. He again mad with power type deal. Um as far as I know, he's not himself. But yeah, so I I I really do love the art of this. It's just perfect for what they're trying to do, and the plot matches the cartoon. Um, I guess maybe I was going into this hoping that it would be four issues of a continuous um, storyline instead of these like each issue being an episode because i do think that the batman ones not all like six or however many of them there was in season one not all of them were continuous storylines but we did have some that were like part ones and part twos and maybe even a part three for the batman Um, i would have at least liked this one to been part one and part two and then maybe another part one and part two uh hopefully we get that with the next series though i think this was probably just a uh here's our idea let's get it out here see how well received it is and i i don't even have to look it up i know this was probably idw's best selling um comic those months that the issues released i'm i'm sure it was um not saying a ton because IDW has really been struggling lately, um, but that's a discussion for another day. It, it doesn't matter. You could have pit this against almost anything else in comics, Marvel, DC, IDW, Dark Horse, Boom, any of them. You could have put this against any of their lineups, and I'm going to say that this one probably sold better than anything those those um, months that. It, The issues, the single issues released. Um, Actually, while I'm thinking about it, it's kind of something we should know. So there is going to be a a trade paperback release of this. And I'm going to tell you when. Not that one. Here it is. Nope. No sign of it, huh? Got to be. So there will be, but um, the app I use for uh, tracking all my comic stuff does not show it. So it might already be out, but for some reason September is sticking in my head, um, which is actually going to be next month by the time you're hearing this. Again, I record everything early, so I kind of forget when, but um, this this is going to be a... first episode of August, so I want to say next month, uh, but we are getting the next run of Teenage, of, uh, yeah, Saturday morning, let me find it so I read it right, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventure continues, Um, we actually get that May 31st of 2023, which is way past, or way before, yeah, way before you guys hear this episode. Gotta get my times right, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I really am, but I hope there is more meat to it, right? Because I love the turtles, and I wanted to do another turtle episode for you guys because I know a lot of you um, in the community, a lot of the uh, Unbuckled Brigade likes the turtles, so um, I I I wanted to squeeze them in. I really don't have any other Turtle comic that I can review for you guys. We already did The Last Ronin, and then I pretty much just have like the best ofs, and I can't make a good episode out of those. So this is going to be it until I'm able to review the continuation of this series. And in the meantime, I'm definitely looking to grab the IDW hardcovers, of their run on the Turtles, because I, I hear nothing but fantastic things about it, um, so, until then, you guys are just gonna have to sit tight, and, uh, well, I don't know, do you, do, do you, do I tell you to, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna try to segue into the, the ending here, but, um, you know, if, if, if you need Turtle Comics, go ahead and, you know, you could you could read this one, and in, in fact, after butchering that horrible segue, I'm just I'm just gonna tell you, um, I I put it in pick it up, and I put it in pick it up because it is kind of flat. If you are super nostalgic for this, then yeah, it's a no brainer for you but for me someone that just recently started watching the cartoons for the first time and um I like the turtles but these aren't the turtles that I'm nostalgic for I think it's worth the read and it really benefits from being a a quick read if it was, you know, 10 issues that are that are like this, 10 issues that are just like individual contained little stories that are the same kind of goofiness i think i would struggle through it and it makes me curious to see what the next the ongoing series is going to kind of be like because it's going to be more issues than just four so i don't know we're going to see how that goes out but um as far as this one teenage mutant ninja turtles saturday morning adventures continues it, it's pick it up for me um just at some point pick it up so a little bit shorter of an episode here guys but uh i don't think any of you are going to complain about that uh nor will i so look hey thanks thanks for listening thanks for um giving me any kind of support that you do whether it be the social medias or on discord or kind words uh, just your listens are enough for me, and uh, this is exciting because our next episode will be the third Tuesday of this month, and it's a sidekick episode. I'm going to have a uh, friend of the show, Captain N, on. We're going to be talking about uh, Superman, Emperor Joker, and then... This is also a Unbuckled Unscripted month, and we got a super special episode for that that I'm just going to hang on to just for a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, so this is a big month, and it's also the last month for um, not having me release episodes every every week, so uh, big month. I'm excited to keep moving, keep plugging along with this show. I'm excited to continue to grow with you guys, and uh, just just see what other comics we get into we reviewed a lot of good stuff and we were so close to hitting a year of unbuckled comics which is crazy to me so um after rambling for another five minutes and making this episode slightly longer i'm unbuckled cape and i say pick it up and in the meantime get out there and save the world you bunch of heroes